0: Hi everyone, welcome back to And What About It, this is Giselle,
1: it's Eliana,
0: and today we are going to be discussing The Things They Carried by Tim O'Brien and Editha by William Dean Howells and how they relate to the literary movement of realism.
1: And what about it? To start things off, Um, A little background on Editha by Williams Dean Howells is that it's a story of a young couple in the midst of a war. Editha strongly wishes for her fiancé, George, to fight for the country's honor to preserve and solidify what she thinks to be a proud relationship. She is heavily influenced by the newspaper, which is full of pro-war messages. George, on the other hand, is very hesitant and questions whether the war is even a good idea. Eventually, George is fully on board with fighting in the war. As he is chosen to be a captain suddenly and it gives him an ego boost and all of a sudden he's fully committed to the war without hesitation. George is killed in the war and Editha finds herself to be less affected by his death than she had expected. She goes to break the news to George's mother who has no problem exposing Edith of her naivety and the reality of war. Still, Editha remains convinced of her patriotic and nationalist-like mindset and disregards George's mother completely.
0: So that was a summary of Editha. And then the summary of the things I carried is, it's by Tim O'Brien, and then it's his experience in the Vietnam War. And it's conveyed in a way that blurs the line between fiction and reality. So the character that's followed throughout the story is Lieutenant Jimmy Cross. And he, throughout the story, has a fixation on a lady named Martha, and he carries her letters. This comes across as obsessive and like kind of creepy but it's what keeps him going through the war until he realizes his focus should be on his soldiers all the soldiers carried something that was unique to them to them the weight that the soldiers carry is emphasized throughout the entire story and the death of lavender is also repeated the soldiers make jokes of his death and jimmy cross is constantly feeling guilty and blaming himself for his death because he wasn't focused on the team but he was focused on martha Lavender died from being shot in the head after coming back from the bathroom. And in the end, he decided to shift his focus to being a leader and giving up on his love
1: for Martha, who did not love him. back. So a background on William Dean's Howells is that he was born on March 1st in 1837 in Martinsville, Ohio to William Cooper Howard and Mary Dean Howells. He was the second born out of eight kids. His father was a printer and publisher, and Howells educated himself through intensive reading of Spanish, French, Latin, and German while working as a printer's assistant. He started to gain gain traction as a writer when he joined the Atlantic Monthly and started writing articles that interpreted American authors. He was a big critic amongst his contemporaries, the war, and yellow journalism, but was one of the first to take writers like Henry James and Mark Twain seriously. His most noteworthy novels were *The Wedding*, *Their Wedding*, *Wedding Journey*, and *A Chance Acquaintance*, which were both about boring American middle class. Overall, his writing is remembered for its influence, style and honesty. So,
0: background on Tim O'Brien is: he was born on October first, nineteen forty-six, in Austin, Minnesota. His mom was an elementary school t- teacher, and his dad was an insurance salesman and sailor in World War II. His hobbies included playing Little League, doing magic tricks, and going to the library and reading about characters like Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer. Tim O'Brien studied his writing career in 1973. He wrote a number of books based on his poor experience. He was influenced by Joseph Conrad, so he adapted the concept of human capacity for good and evil in his reading. His work reflected the influence of William Faulkner and Ernest Hemingway. He was very influenced by Hemingway's or writings like his iceberg theory for example. The key points of his literature are its characterization and the emotion behind it. These characteristics have made his work have an impact on his readers and it influenced literature. His works were about different types of truth, mainly focusing on fictional truths because they were more realistic at times
1: than the actual truth. So some textual evidence that I found to be interesting that also represented realism is I shall always love you, therefore I shall never marry anyone else. But the man I marry must love his country first of all. There is no honor above America with me, and in this great hour there is no other hour. Editha as a character is very patriotic and convinced that the war being fought is fair, and it would be no it would be a noble cause to fight. And so her extreme mindset manages to put her on a pedestal, even though she claims that she wants what's best for America. It gives insight to what Americans were facing in terms of this all-for-one kind of mindset. It makes those who, like, were opposed to the war or thought that they were, you know, peaceful ideas, it made them seem like cowards. And then also, I suppose you would have been glad to die, such a brave person as you, I don't believe he was glad to die. He was always a timid boy that way. He was afraid of many good things, but if if he was afraid, he did what he made his mind up to do. I suppose he made up his mind to go, but I knew what it cost him by what it cost me when I heard it. I had been through one war before. When you sent him, you didn't expect him to get killed. And George's death is just a result of what prideful ideologies sustain um then naiveness of editha and the immense pressure that she put on george is probably a common situation but onto many men in america when they were facing war themselves and he's described as a timid boy so with this description it was apparent that he wasn't going to survive in the war so it was a it was realistic that you know he died in the end and then the last one i have is You just expected him to kill someone else, some other of those foreigners. They weren't there because they had any say about it, but because they had to be there. Poor wretches, conscripts or whatever they call them. You thought it'd be all right for my George, your George, to kill sons of those miserable mothers and the husbands of those girls that would never see the faces of. Again, the lack of awareness is emphasized and the war wasn't being fought for a solid and noble reason. The men on the other side were just like the men at home, and the killing of these ordinary men is just pure, justified purely in the name of war and home pride.
0: So some quotes from the things they carry that represent realism and also war is the things they carried were largely determined by necessity. Together, these items weighed between 15 and 20 pounds. So the things they carried were like, is something that O'Brien repeats frequently. um, And the amount of weight that the soldiers carried is very emphasized because it reveals to the audience the physical weight that the soldiers carried. But it's also like another layer to that is like they were always carrying burden with them. Like no matter what they were carrying, it was like they always had to carry something. And then another quote is: "They carried the sky, the whole atmosphere. They carried it, the humidity, the the moon, the monsoons, the stink of fungus and decay. All of it. They carried gravity. Not only did they carry tangible items, but they also carried all the expectations to be a hero, to succeed, to not be a coward. And they carried basically like the world on their backs." All that weight that they carried reveals the truth of what war was doing to the soldier's state of mind. They were constantly carrying things. Once they didn't carry all that weight, which is kind of described in a paragraph, they'd be free. And then a last quote is, they carried the reputations. They carried the soldier's greatest fear, which was the fear of blushing. Men killed and died because they were embarrassed not to. It was what had brought them to war in the first place. Nothing positive, no dreams of glory or despair or honor just to avoid the blush of dishonor. So O'Brien expresses in this excerpt that the soldiers weren't in the war for glory or to be a hero. It was because they didn't want to be cowards. They were kind of pushed into the situation like William Dean Howells explains in Editha And they killed to avoid embarrassment and were worried about their reputations rather than thinking about the positives of war being like patriotic for the country. Um, This reveals the reality of what soldiers' mentality was in war and how it wasn't to become a hero. It was to like not be a coward, which is like the realism of war.
1: So William Dean Howell's influence on history, um, Howell helped shape the realism movement immensely As a critic, he advocated against escapist writing in favor for more honest and moral-based fiction. Being socially and politically responsible in his writing allowed for him to express his views and gave some of of his then-deemed controversial ideas a platform, and it allowed for other writers to follow and be more confident in expressing their ideas. His style of writing is very straightforward, and the messages are very clear, leaving the reader with a good grasp of the concepts how would present naturalistic writers were able to i guess step out like Hamlin Garland, Stephen Crane, Frank Norris and several other writers were able to emerge because of his writing in the realism period
0: so influence that Tim O'Brien had was he influenced literature significantly significantly especially with the things they carried because he blurred fiction and reality he wrote with this unique style, and that was able to bring questions out of the audience about what war really was. So this type of writing had led him to be nom- nominated and win many awards. He blurred different truths in his stories, which left his audience wondering what the actual truth was. And he inc- contributed to the literary movement of realism with writings like The Things They Carried. This book is also considered one of the finest books about the Vietnam War, and the style of his books also left a huge impact of American lit- on American literature. So,
1: what did you think of Editha or the things they carried? I mean, I like the messages. And, like, at first, I, I was kind of off-put by the, the style of writing because it's super boring. Like, not boring, but, like, stylistically, it's just plain and straightforward. Like there's not much. There's a lot
0: of listing in the things they carry, which kind of seems to drag on. But that's definitely a style choice to like make it seem like if you're analyzing why he Mm -hmm. put a bunch of listing in it, it was mainly because he like wanted to seem like there was they were constantly. because, like, when he was listing things, it was listing things of what they carried. Yeah. So, it was, like, they were constantly, like, carrying something. It was, like... They it had a
1: point, though. It. Like, at the end, it all tied in with, like, not physical carings, but, like, emotional, oh, yeah. like, baggage and stuff. And, like,
0: the burden. Like, they all carried some sort of burden, which, mm-hmm. like, definitely makes the readers, like, feel for the soldiers. Yeah. And, like, reveals, like, the truth of what war really is. Like, it's not all like happy and like when they mm-hmm. come back they're like fine like they like definitely have struggles
1: i really liked how like the dialogue and the things they carried cuz it was more jovial or like realistic you know it was just like a conversations amongst like buddies even though it was yeah they joke most of the time just trying to suppress whatever they just yeah, looked or faced yeah, because even with the joking,
0: like when they joked about Lavender's death, mm-hmm. um, that I feel like that was more of a front to yeah. suppress their actual feelings, so like make it more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. But you know, like Jimmy Cross didn't feel that; like he blamed himself one thousand percent because yeah. he thought that
1: it was his job, it was his duty. Yeah. He felt like He's as like,
0: the lieutenant, yeah. you think that like all these soldiers are, and all their lives are in your hands, so mm-hmm. you should do everything you can to protect that. So I feel like he seemed like he failed that because of his love for Martha. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know. I just is realism boring. Is
0: realism boring? I I don't think so. Because when I
1: when you look at the going back to the style, it's just like plain. It's straightforward. It's like a regular conversation.
0: Focus on plot, which I. That's thing true. is what makes it seem more boring. They focus more on like the characters, yeah. I um, mean, like in an everyday character, kind of like um, what movement was that? Romanticism,
1: maybe? I think so. Like with
0: that focused on the everyday like character, but um, I feel like that way you kind of get to know like a character's mentality more, mm-hmm. and um, like with both of these readings, like they express realism, like kind of in different ways, but so they just... both focuses more on facts
1: i guess not necessarily like
0: the truth the truth that's it because um with like the things they carried o'brien was definitely trying to be like this is like this is what's really going on in war and like Mm -hmm. the people who are reading this like they're like well i didn't know that about war i thought it was (laughs) all happy and stuff like editha yeah, like, that w- yeah it, that's literally
1: the things they cared. It's like, and no, this gets, is actually what's going yeah, on. Yeah, she gets put on blast by George's mom and basically tells you that you were stupid for not seeing that your husband was going to die when you sent him to war, that yeah. people's lives aren't actually, you know, being put on the line, that they're not going to come back home being all super happy and like one, how they once were
0: and even analyzing her like if you're going like super analytical on her she's described as like pale yeah and
1: she's literally she's a representation be flag of, yeah. because
0: she i'm pretty sure it doesn't she have red hair i think so yeah if she yeah if she does she's supposed to be like america like she's supposed to be the people that it's like supporting war and like and then he's, like, a person that's just, like, he's just there. And, <laughs> yeah. like, it doesn't really have an opinion on the war doesn't really want to go. Yeah. But, like, she's, like, the world that's pushing him to go mm-hmm. to war. And then he ended up going and then died. And then he died. So that was our analysis over the things they carried in Egypt. Um I hope you enjoyed it. This mm-hmm. is our, like, fourth episode. or third episode that's together. Really yeah. So, um, I hope we're getting better at it. But <laughs> thanks for listening. And see
1: you next time. Yep.